stay up to date on the green and gold all off season. The green and gold fix podcast is brought to you by Potawatomi casino hotel, luxury stay, elite play unwind in sophisticated comfort, win big dine and experience the events in Milwaukee. He used to be known as T-Buck, not anymore. He's 55, that's how many interceptions he had in the NFL regular season in the playoffs. 55, formerly known as Terrell Buckley, joins the program. 55, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. I just can't get over that introduction. I love it. I love it. No, that's going to be great. new you. And now that you're the head coach of that team in Orlando, at some point, they'll say, uh, coached by 55. I can't wait. That, that, I can't wait either. Yes, the XFL, the head coach, is something special. And to be introduced by you, you can get on there and say, and now the head coach is number 55. <laughs> and then they'll say, how do you get 55? And you'll say, because that's how many inter- interceptions I had in the NFL. And they'll go, you had 55 interceptions? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. And that's how I say yes with that. <laughs> you can't see my face, but it'll be like, yes, I did. L- Leroy <laughs> Butler inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I'll bet there's nobody less surprised than you that he's there because the two of you go way back, and I suspect you've known of his greatness from a very early time. Since 1988-89, that is correct. I've known, I've seen from the from Maruski to, to the big interceptions, uh, actually my freshman year of playing behind him, and then obviously following him uh, to the Packers, uh, when I left college, so I've I've seen a lot of, of uh, Leroy, and I'm so happy and and pleased, and that brings a smile to my face of of watching him do his thing for the Hall of Fame. Take us back to Florida State. What uh, what was when was the first connection between the two of you? Actually, recruiting. Um, he was my host. Uh, so my my first thing was like, man, this is such a great guy. Uh, he was trying to give me a dirty hat. I wouldn't take it, but uh, it was uh, a great, great recruiting visit. And obviously I ended up going there and ended up playing behind him actually my freshman year. And he showed me the ropes. Uh, spent a lot of time in Duval County, Jacksonville, uh, barbecues. And he, he was such a great person and a host. At what point did you realize – he was a transcendent type of player. He had that type of potential, not just to be a pro, but a Hall of Fame pro. Was it a practice? Was it a game? Was it just messing around and you realize this dude is the real deal? Well, it actually was was uh, started in college and probably my rookie year, well, actually before that, when he – had the ability to move from corner to safety and didn't miss a beat. All of a sudden now, usually talking about the corners, oh, they won't tackle, they won't do this. But the best cut tackler I've ever seen, running through the thighs, and then all of a sudden he's blitzing, he's he's hitting the quarterback, he's beating linemen, and you're sitting there, and in my mind I'm saying, this is all-around player that you want. 
he can do it all. You can put him at any position, and he still make plays. And the league is about making plays. What so do you, what I, do you, I realized that then. What do you mean best cut tackler? What? A, he, he, you know, we, we was taught, you know, bite the ball, you know, talking about all these concussions, running through the block, drive for five, grab cloth, all that type of stuff, right? And what Leroy would do, he wouldn't do any of that. He would use his shoulder pad and cut, dive, and launch his body right through the thigh board or the thigh pad of, of the ball carrier, which ensured you didn't miss tackles. He didn't miss tackles. And he got the guy down where we was up there trying to hit him high, use your pads, put your head on the, on the side of the ball, getting run over and getting pushed to the ground. And you never saw him, any of that happen to him. What am I missing? Wouldn't the league want everybody to tackle that way? Wouldn't it create fewer concussions? Or am I analyzing this wrong? No, that was the past. Now the league has caught up. And the way that they teach tackling now, and the way I teach it also, is kind of how Leroy, if you're going to cut him, you run up through, you hit him through the thigh board, uh, just like even the quarterbacks. They have a strike zone. You know, not you kind of can't want to hit it in the, in the abs, but you can't go below the knees. So the safest thing is right in that thigh board area. So he's pretty much ahead of his time. Uh was ahead of his time when he was tackling like that. We were behind. For the few of us, well, not few, there's many that really know Leroy on a personal level, and we know he's a Hall of Fame person. We've talked a lot about what he's done on the field. As a person, how do you know him as a Hall of Fame person? Being humble. Uh will give you the shirt off his back. Uh, all those things is what I experienced, not in the pros, but in college. When when you could say we were nobody, we were just coming along. He did not know. Uh, I remember he, when he gets drafted, he comes back, you know, gives a, throws a party for us. Just whatever we needed, because we already had a relationship, he was there for not only myself, but his teammates. And I think that carried over, obviously, to, to his professional life. And if you see him now, what you see is is who he is and who he's always been. You, you don't think he's changed at all? No, only thing he changed was his name. But, no, he didn't Oh, yes, that. yes, he was Leroy, and then he became Leroy. Um, <laughs> yes. And no one knows when or how that changed. Do you? <laughs> No, I, I still call him Leroy. No, I don't know when that changed, uh, but obviously it, he felt like either we was mispronouncing it and he wanted to get us corrected, and I don't know the background of that, but, yes, that's the only thing that has changed. Uh, personally, he's still the nicest uh, person that you ever meet. What prevented you or other cornerbacks from doing what Leroy did in terms of shifting to safety? Well, I would say his, uh, the Lord blessed him with amazing, like that perfect size that he could go in there and bang and still then slide out, slim down a little bit like a boxer, and then come out here and run with the receivers at corner. And to have the quickness, 
to be able to do that at corner and then the toughness and, and the physical component mentally to slide inside in that box and do it too. Uh, not many people are blessed with that. Uh, fortunately, the Packers have had two guys like that. Obviously, the one before that was Charles Woodson. And then Leroy, and, and you talking about Charles and I never played with with each other, but we had the same agent, so we, we know each other. Leroy and I played together. Leroy and Charles played together. That that You put that together, you're talking about uh, two special, special people, special ball players. If you were the one to speak for 30 or 60 seconds about Leroy Butler at his Hall of Fame induction, take it away, 55. Tell us what you and how you would have said it. You're not only putting an amazing ball player in here, you are putting an amazing person. If you go look at his background, you're going to see the body of work of giving, being humble, and understanding what it is to be a role model. You have that in Leroy Butler, Duval Finest. Nice. I, I think he's hired. I think you should hit the Canton <laughs> no, right got, now. He's got he's got uh, <laughs> Gilbert Brown. I don't know how this thing works. Uh, Dario Melendez, who's there, said that Gilbert's going to do something, and then his yeah. wife. I don't know. I don't know yeah. who talks or how many people talk. Or yes, that is that is correct. Uh, big Big Gilbert's going to do something, and I think his wife and his daughter. So uh, he, he's surrounded. I mean, when you like Leroy, you have a bunch of people that are willing to do that. And whoever does, obviously, is going to do a great job. Uh, since you were the college coach of Jair Alexander, I know you keep in touch. Um, he's coming back from injury. Uh, what what should people expect uh, in terms of uh, Jair Alexander this season? The, the study improvement that he was making, that everybody was seeing, where, where – Arguably the best corner uh, in football. I think what you're going to get now is the best football player, or one of the best football players. Explain the difference. The difference is when you just isolate and say, I'm going to cover this receiver and I'm, I'm going to do my job by head corner. Now all of a sudden you are a veteran. Now you become an integral part of the team, whether it's on special team, whether it's being leadership role and blitzing, uh, playing some star, whatever the team needs, he mentally has that ability and he has the understanding that I'm available for that. When at Louisville did you realize he could become as good as he's become in the NFL? I would say the middle of camp, uh, middle of spring ball. And I remember the play. It was uh, no upside, tight end on one side, receivers on one side. He was backside on the tight end. Three by five. And he had deep thirds. And the quarterback pumped fake to the right, and he was running the screen backside to the tight end. They got two guards. They got two linemen out there. He explodes like a jet coming, like just coming out of his break. Beats the lineman, calls, runs through the tight end for, for about a seven-yard loss. I'm like, wow, this is from a true freshman. Yes, he is the real deal. Did you ever think he was better than you? In, in his in his ash, in his ways, I think all special players have some things that they do uh, that nobody else can match. 
And I think there's room on on that mountain for both of us. <laughs> um, I'm I'm guessing that that you or he were disappointed that he was 18th when he was taken in the first round, or that the Packers got lucky that he was still there. I don't. I'm 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 curious, given the way you've always talked about him, and I I'm guessing. Oh, they got lucky. Oh, without a doubt, they got lucky. Uh, I think sometimes uh, uh, some organizations, man, they they got lucky he was still there. And it was also a blessing for him to go to a first-class organization. So at the end of the day, I think it was a a match made in heaven. I have only – He's not 18. He's way – obviously, y'all see that. He was a top five, top ten player. All right, here's what I say to him. Look it. You got to get more interceptions. If you're as good as as 55 says you are, and I'm sure you are, then you got to get more interceptions. They never threw at at uh Deion Sanders and yet he had a ton of interceptions. You got to make plays, but I don't know what would you answer? How how do you answer? Like he's he's got uh I think he's got like five interceptions in the NFL. That doesn't cut it. If you're as good as 55 says you are, take it from there, Terrell Buckley. I'll take it from there. I would say he's in position to make that. I would agree with you. You have to bring down the balls, and that's one of the things I've gotten on top. And I saw another day working with the tennis ball, trying to improve his hands, make sure when that ball touches your hand, hands, you finish the play. I've seen him drop a few. That's the key to getting a lot of interceptions is when it, you get that opportunity, you make it happen. You know, I hear this thing about, oh, they didn't throw that much. They they throw at everybody in history of ball at least two, three times a game. It's what you do with that. Are you in position to make those plays, not just knock it down? Some guys like, oh, I'm a PBU king, and they're just telling me that you, you ain't going for the pick. I'd rather have the pick. Than the I uh, the PBU, so as his hands and and obviously improves, I think you're going to see more. You're going to see more interceptions because you're 55. You know That's what? Right. Ja- do you know what Jair Alexander is? Do you know what he is? What he's what he's uh, 50. No, he's seven. Seven. He's seven. Seven. Okay. Come on, 55. Well, you got to Seven got to be seven. Doesn't he's coming. He's coming? He's going to come. He's going to come. I think he's going to have, if you look at in the history of ball, they, all these, everybody talk about take your best five, your best six, your best seven years and all that. Right. And that's how you prove who can play, right, give you all these points. Well, he hasn't had, and this is the great thing about when you're 24, he still hasn't had his best five to seven years. Yep. They're coming. And when he has those, those numbers are going to go up. Yeah, he's going to he's going to get some interceptions. I mean, I looked Without at a doubt. Yeah, he's going to get five and six or something. Leroy Butler, he, well, the year the Packers won, he had like six and a half sacks and five interceptions. That's crazy. Correct. Yes, that that is a great number uh, to have, and Jair is going to put up some of those numbers uh, in that interception column, and he's going to score touchdowns. I think uh, the best is yet to come. Because uh, uh, this will go, because you were at Ole Miss, you're now a uh, head coach. Uh, but at, you were around 
the guys from Georgia, uh, and the Packers mm-hmm. picked up uh, Quay Walker. He was, you know, pick number twenty-two. But I, everybody from Georgia seemed like uh, like they were good. I just don't know um, how you know who was really good. Um, Devontae Wyatt, the other guy they picked in the defensive line, who was great on Georgia, and how good all these guys are. And, and and that's a valid point that you're making. I think if you look at uh, the defense as a whole, and you actually would study, if you study those guys, it starts from inside. So the big nose guard, the Mike linebacker, and then that allows other guys to run free. A lot of times, just think about the NFL. Think about, and you guys are going to find that out this year, right? If Aaron Rodgers doesn't have guys around him, what is he going to do, right? If if he's this special player, then you make the other guys around you better. You make their game right. step up. And it we're going to find out, like you said with Quay Walker, was it him because he could run and get after the quarterback and do all those things and, and play in space that allowed them inside guys to be better? Or was it the opposite? Was it the other way around? So no, nobody knows for sure because they had so much talent on that defense. But they're gonna everybody, everybody's gonna find out. Yeah, because you have to focus on certain guys to to even get the playoff, and sometimes that frees up the other guys to do things that if somebody had to really focus on them, they wouldn't be able to do. All right, 55, always a treat, appreciate it. We know whatever's said about Leroy Butler before he talks won't be better than the 30 seconds you gave him. That's so we, what I'm saying. We now have a standard. <laughs> 100%. I understand it on making sure we give Leroy his love. Thanks, 55. Flowers, they say. Thank you. You I bet. appreciate you guys. 55, formerly known as Terrell Buckley, 55, because that's how many interceptions he had in the regular season and playoffs. That's a and lot of interceptions. That is a lot of interceptions, <laughs> yes. Uh, and Jair Alexander, as good as he's been, he's the same number as the one in your hat I'm looking at. Seven. That don't cut it. Seven don't cut it. He has a long way. He's got a long way. Next.